This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, I'm Chris Avina with American Outdoor News. Welcome to another episode of the American Outdoor News podcast. And today we have Emily Kantner with us from Gunpowder Inc. Emily, thanks for taking the time to meet with us. Thanks so much for having me. I got to say, it was so nice to finally meet you in person at uh, the uh, uh, Long, Long, what was it called? The long, long Shot Tour. Long Shot Tour. <laughs> <laughs> You got long. <laughs> uh, you could actually read about it in um, the summer edition of American Outdoor News. That's uh, uh, coming out the end of this week. Awesome. I'm looking forward to reading it. But uh, yeah, that was great. How did that come about? How did the Long Shot Tour come about? Well, as you can imagine, with SHOT Show getting canceled and so many other events due to the pandemic, a lot of gun manufacturers couldn't get out all their new models to get in the hands of media and for people to really put them through the paces. So we worked with CVA and Bergara to put together this tour so uh, we could have, you know, the live range situation where media members could actually shoot the items, talk to the people who developed the products, um, and just get a really great hands-on opportunity with the guns. You know, that's one of the things I really enjoyed about it. You know, I love going to SHOT Show. I love going to Media Day. But you really don't get to spend the time with the manufacturers or, or the people behind it. Um, we got to really get to know, uh, spend time on their new line. We got to meet the people behind it. And it was really an enjoyable event. Thank you so much for uh, the invite and helping to put it together because I, I, I would love to see more manufacturers do that uh and you know i think they'd get more coverage than the mass media shows 
Oh yeah, we've had a lot of great feedback and it was so good to put faces to names for some of the media that you've been working with for years, but you don't ever get to do one-on-one -on -one conversations. So that was really great to meet everyone in person. It really was. And did did you help plan the event and lay it out or was that all um, Bagara and CVA? Oh yeah, I was pretty much boots on the ground for most of it. Um, we had to tweak our plans a little bit here and there because of uh, some travel moratoriums and changes with the pandemic and locations, but uh, we started planning this back around Christmas and put a ton of time into it, putting together, you know, the plan, the agenda for everything, finding a great venue where we can relax and enjoy and actually go inside when there's torrential downpour and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then just working on making sure we got the right uh, media and influencers there that you know, they, they really aligned with what we were trying to represent with CVA and Vergara. Yeah, you really had to overcome a lot of obstacles uh, <laughs> with uh, the mask mandates and where you could hold it and the amount of people. And uh, I know you had to cancel the Virginia event because mm -hmm. of uh, people, you know, not committing to uh, going to that one. Yeah, it was unfortunate, um, but, you know, people can't really change what their company's moratoriums are or even just state guidelines. So Texas was obviously a good choice because a lot more flexibility there, and it was a good central location for a lot of people to travel to. I agree. I, I asked my boss to go, and my reflection in the mirror said, boy, get on a plane, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely refreshing to be down there. Uh, now... Uh, you've been in the industry for a while. I mean, you, you've got a great resume. You, you've, uh, you were at the uh, Outdoor Sportsman's Group. You were an editor there. How'd that happen? It just kind of fell in my lap, to be honest, and I still am not sure how I got so fortunate. I had been working in digital marketing for several years out of college, and I was working for a digital marketing agency here in Pennsylvania. And it just so happened that one of my clients was a friend of someone else who worked in the industry and made that connection just to be friends. Uh, fast forward a few months, Peterson's Bowhunting was looking for someone to fill that role locally. And it's in Harrisburg, about 30 minutes from my home. Um, they reached out to me and it was just the perfect fit. So I was associate editor there on the print side for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. before I took my digital marketing background and moved over to the digital side. And so I was the digital hunting editor for Peterson's Bow Hunting, as well as the other five hunting titles at Outdoor Sportsman Group. So it was great to touch a lot of different titles and work with a bunch of different people. Now, we did you submit any articles to them prior to? Because I, I know you write as well. Mm -hmm. No, I actually hadn't done any freelance writing before that. Uh, kind of swamped with my other work. So it just worked out perfectly. Stars aligned. And I had the the hunting background, the bow hunting background that isn't as easy to find. When did you start bow hunting? I've been shooting. I had a little recurve in my backyard with my dad ever since I could walk probably and just enjoyed that for several years. And then I actually got started bow hunting uh, back in college. And once I started that, I was like, okay, this is it. Bow hunting's my thing. So I still do a little bit of gun hunting here and there, but bow hunting's definitely my passion and something I've been doing with my dad every year since. It's addicting, isn't it? It is. <laughs> uh, 
I would rather bow hunt than anything else. It's, uh, uh, but I, I got to admit, hunting with a crossbow is really an amazing experience. Really? Have you hunted yeah, I mean, with I've a done it a little bit, but um, I just, I definitely prefer a compound, but I know a lot of people really love the crossbow. And for, I know several people who have maybe shoulder injuries or yeah. can't, you know, shoulder the weight of a compound. And so that's a good alternative as well. Well, the first deer I took with a crossbow, it didn't even realize it was hit. Wow. It walked about 10 <laughs> feet and just fell over. I was amazed. <laughs> it's nice if you don't have a long track job, that's for sure. Well, you know, I had to get out of my stand and, you know, it was tough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so from, from uh, Peterson's, uh, where'd you go from there? Yeah, so I was with Outdoor Sportsman Group on the two sides with Peterson's bow hunting for four years. Uh, and then I was just looking for a new challenge. And that's when I shifted over to working with Gunpowder Inc. So it's a public relations agency primarily. Uh, and we work a lot with hunting, shooting, fishing, outdoor space. So it was a natural fit for me because of my background, uh, knowing a lot of people on that side of the media and just having a passion for the outdoors in general. So I've been working with them since back at Christmas. And I've also been doing a whole lot of freelance writing and editing and getting my foot in a lot of different projects, which is great to get you know, a, a view from each side of things. And sure. I get to work with a lot of different publications and have new experiences. It's been awesome. Now, as a PR agent, what is your job description? What do you do for, uh, for uh, gunpowder? No day is ever the same, uh, which keeps things really interesting, but it can be anything from planning a huge uh, gun tour event, like the long shot tour, uh, to day-to-day -day media support. So if you're writing an article, on the best new fishing lures, you might email me and I can help you decide what's the best from Berkeley this year and get you images, some content, uh, to some proactive pitching, you know, around holidays or things like that. So it's always different, always changing, but really trying to get our clients out there into the media and um, get great story angles. So you get to really try out some amazing gear. Just oh, absolutely. I've been spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's probably one of the uh, most fun parts of the industry. You get to uh, see the new gear that's coming out and you get to test it out. And it's exciting, isn't it? Oh, it's so much fun, especially when you're not just testing it, you know, in the backyard, but you get to travel around and go on awesome hunts and use the gear in tough situations where it's really putting the gear to test. What uh, was the most extraordinary piece of gear that you've uh, tried? So one thing that I thought I was going to hate and I ended up loving uh, is the Garmin Zero site, the bow site. Oh, so yeah. the range finding site. So I remember when it came out at ATA, because I did the gear guide for Peterson's bow hunting, I had like the sneak peek and I knew it was coming. But you should have seen the huge crowd of people surrounding that booth because it was unlike anything anybody had ever seen before. And I mean, I still shoot with a whisker biscuit. I like things pretty simple. Yeah. So I didn't think I would like that. But I had the opportunity to travel to Texas and put that to the test on a hog hunt. And I absolutely loved it. I, I have terrible depth perception. So trying to arrange things on the fly can be a challenge. And uh -huh. being able to just press a button and get that pin so you're not 
estimating or guessing, it was awesome and a huge game changer for me. And hogs don't stand still. They're an exciting hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. I've, uh, I, that's one of my favorite animals to hunt mm -hmm. and, and cook too. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon's never a bad deal. <laughs> uh, bacon goes with everything. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a couple minutes to uh, acknowledge my sponsors. Uh, Underwood Ammo, always a standard of excellence. Fantastic ammo. I, I highly recommend them. Uh, and PhoneScope. PhoneScope is uh, always innovative with their products, uh, Pyro Putty, and they're always coming out with something new. Definitely check them out. And uh, Hunt of a Lifetime, we're going to see a commercial with them right now. So we'll be right back. We love our children. We protect them. We guide them. We prepare them for life in the world. With all that we do, from deep in our hearts, we cannot control all things. Life-threatening illnesses and disabilities affect far too many of our children each year. While we cannot change the circumstance, we can make dreams come true. Dreams to provide hope, to provide spiritual healing and strength, to provide moments of happiness and relief in the hardest of times. We can give a glimmer of light and hope in a time of darkness and despair. Join huntofalifetime.org to help make dreams come true, to provide hope for children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nonprofit organization fulfilling dreams for hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Visit huntofalifetime.org to learn how you can make a difference. But um, so you get to travel and you get to hunt. And what was the most exciting hunt you've been on with uh, through work? I say something I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do was hunt pronghorn antelope. So I traveled to Wyoming three, four years ago, and I hunted at Table Mountain with the Denny's, who were awesome people. And uh, to shoot a pronghorn with my bow, I, I really didn't think was going to be possible. And I managed to tag out that first morning, fortunately, before it got to be blazing hot. Um, but just seeing the country out there was completely different from what is here in central Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, tons of wildlife, open country. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, and got to do some bow fishing out there, shooting prairie dogs. It was just a, an awesome week and a great time testing gear. Yeah, they have great vision. It must have been really difficult to get in within bow range of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had target panic practicing leading up to that because I was so concerned about it. I uh, wanted to make sure I had the range. You know, you're not going to be shooting right on top of them usually. So I was trying to get comfortable shooting out to 50 yards. And, and I just had myself so freaked out. So, yeah, they're a tough animal to hunt, but it's so worth it when it all comes together. Uh, I've never tried, uh, I've never been on a pronghorn hunt. Do they, do you eat those? How do they taste? Yeah. So a lot of people don't care for the taste, but I think a lot of it is in making sure you're cleaning that animal, animal immediately because it's so hot out there. So the meat care and then just preparing it properly. So again, like venison and stuff, you're not just going to throw salt and pepper and expect it to taste like beef. A lot of it is just in the preparation. So I did a really good stew. And I loved it. It was super tender and delicious. Yeah. 
So if you don't know how to cook, don't don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> I know as the, the year gets later on too, with them running so much, the meat can get tough. So yeah, putting it earlier in the season, the meat's going to be better as well. Uh, have you traveled overseas at all with uh, with work or it's all I haven't, but I'm really hoping that's in my future. You need to get somebody to send you to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't fight with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think New Zealand is where my bucket list hunt is. I'd love to do red stag out there, but hopefully someday. That's the ultimate? Yes. No moose? Well, all of these things are on the list, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's just probably the least likely to happen in my lifetime. That's great. So now um, we, have, um, we have the shows back on this year as of now. Mm -hmm. um, what, where are you going? What shows are you going to be at? I'm hoping to be at ATA and SHOT Show. And ATA is my absolute favorite, a much smaller niche industry. So many great people there that I've worked with over the years. So really excited to be there and see what everyone is coming out with new because I know a lot of things got halted with yeah. shipping issues, not being able to get things overseas, just delaying launches till they can actually get some traction. So I'm really excited to see what all of these companies come out with next year. Uh, what about NRA? Will you be there? That's in September. So it's like uh, yeah, a jump off point, a starting point. Yeah, hopefully. I don't have solid plans for that right now, but I'd love to be there. So what's, uh, what do you have in the future? What, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Because uh, you're young in the industry and you, you've accomplished so much. What, what do you expect? What, what do you want to accomplish? That's a good question. And I think it keeps changing, but it's been awesome. Um, when you're working as a full-time editor for one outlet, you can't do a whole lot of freelancing or work with a bunch of different people. So the past six months, I've had a lot more opportunity to see how different places do things and uh, work with a lot of different people in a lot of different publications. So going to see how that goes. But I definitely love being in the editor role where you can steer that ship and plan what all the coverage is going to look like and um, still get to do some of the writing. So that's really where my passion lies. And I hope I get the opportunity to do that again soon. What about your writing? Um what uh, what topics do you favor or what style? Absolutely anything bow hunting related. Um, and I did a lot of gear coverage when I was at Peterson's Bow Hunting. So getting to do those field tests and get into the nitty gritty of things, I really enjoy doing that. Well, maybe we'll uh, see something from you in American Outdoor News. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about, what do you do when you're not at work? What, you know, extracurricular, do you get involved with um, any non-for-profits, any local hunting groups, or things of that nature? Sure. So I actually worked uh, within the last couple of years with the Pennsylvania Game Commission with their R3 efforts. So I did a turkey hunting film with them, and they're doing a lot with their um, mentorship program. So I'm hoping to get them some coverage through a lot of my editorial opportunities. Okay. And I'm also a member of uh, the gun club right by me, which is literally around the block, which is great. I can just walk right over there. Um, I also get a, involved with my church a lot and anything outside. So just kayaking this past weekend, hiking, fishing, shooting, whatever, as long as it's outside. <laughs> well, it was a good weekend to be outdoors. You said you were kayaking. 
I don't understand how you could be too hot on the river. You just, you know, you just splash yourself up and you're going down. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really sure if I had water on me or if it was sweat. It was just that hot, but it was a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right. Well, I appreciate having you on and I look forward to seeing you at the shows. If there's uh, anything that you need uh, from American Outdoor News, feel free to reach out. And uh, thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Chris. Okay. We'll see you soon.